The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Like, I don't know if you had a relationship like this with any of your teachers, but like you would be like in the office and you would swing by and say hello to, you know, and she was pretty rad. Maybe pick a flower. <laughs> Maybe two. Yeah. Don't you always feel like everybody says you have like a good side, right? Like I feel like my left side's a lot better than my right side. Oh, then you're stoked on your position. When I was over there, I felt like I was greasier and like... All of a sudden, like I was missing teeth or something, you know. Like I, I mean, that's all from all the meth, but yeah. I wouldn't blame. <laughs> so that's that's the meth chair is what's happening. Welcome to Driving While Awesome, part of the Haggerty Podcast Network. My name is Warren. I am Lane, and I'm Mark. You know, it's funny. I meant to do that in Spanish, and my oh, God, dang! Just bienvenidos a Driving While Awesome. Me llamo Parte Warren. De. What's that? Parte de. Parte de. Parte oh, part of. The oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> how, do you, how do you say network? Uh, yeah, networking. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All of a sudden, he's Italian. I don't know. I, just, I, know. <laughs> I know he's Japanese, Italian. It's all. It's all happening. Um, I was just looking at I my think phone. They use the word cadena, which is kind of an interesting word because it means chain. Chain. Yeah. Mm. Cadena is like for in this scenario, right? Dos. Dos barena. chains. Two chains. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just randomly, I was uh, chatting with our buddy Clark Sopper of Roundcat Racing, um, who's next door to us here at the studio. He's in Japan and uh, he went to a sumo tournament, sweet match. I don't know what you really call it, mm-hmm. I think it's tournament, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, get this no advertising, like no digital screens of any kind, it's just sumo, and then. At during like intermissions or what have you, people hold banners and walk up on the stage and do a slow little catwalk and walk back down. Oh, oh like so with rad. advertising? With advertising. So- like just words, you know? Like I don't yeah. know if there's pictures on them. Just simple yeah. like... Like Sanyo or whatever. Or there. like uh, uh, probably Hanes sumo underwear. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's who makes those things, right? Yep. Yep. Apple, iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I, I don't know why that's uh, happening over there, but that's what's going that's on. That's pretty rad, dude. Like, how incredibly traditional is that? I love it. I told him to add that to the itinerary of the uh, K-Car Rally when we go to Japan. Mm-hmm. But, dude, oh. K-Car Rally is about to happen. I was on the uh, on the e- on the thread. I had to re- remove myself. Oh. I was, so, I was so jealous. Busy? Wait, where is it? Japan. Oh, it is happening. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, well, it's like coming up in the next. I forget what day. You know, it's, it's like really happening this next month. Yeah, and Clark's awesome. doing it. Yeah, huh? The first one. Yeah, have to fly in for this now. See mm-hmm. next year. I know. I think next year is the, the time. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to fun. go. Yeah, I mean, I would love to go. I was just uh, rereading pull it. emails from my Japan trip, and it was really funny stuff that was going on. Stuff I forgot about. Mm. You're like, they all speak a different language. It's weird. <laughs> well, no, I, I read a, a part about um, reverse racism, which, you know, don't experience often here. Uh, <laughs> reverse racism. Where there's bars there that only Japanese people could go into. They would not allow oh, foreigners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are so allowed? But you know why that happened? Art <laughs> probably is allowed. Yeah. So, um, uh, you so let me in. Yeah, until they see my tattoos and then I get kicked out oh. immediately. Um, did I tell you that I once went to a gym and I forgot? I know that you can't have your tattoos exposed, like especially 
in like a place like that, like in really? the gym or public. Is that pass. still a like, thing though? Because Japanese like, people have tattoos like crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I went into this and I had short sleeve shirts. I went to the gym and like I'm like and they asked me to cover them up and they gave me an option. Like they're like, oh, you can wear these sleeves. First part of the story uh, I don't believe is that you went to a gym. Uh, I used to work out a lot. Can you believe uh, that? Can you picture yeah. it? Uh, I uh, actually not that I don't can't picture your workout. I just. You're saying know. it just doesn't look like it? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no not that. It's just I don't know you to be like that type of person. Uh, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's just at, like zone out time. It's let's just uh, do uh, do do. You know, I used to run. What kind of music? You listen to Square Pusher. Square, dude, Square Pusher. Uh, Hiromi Uehara. Uh, what about and, uh, IDM? ID. Uh, yeah, IDM. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I went. You know anyways, I only international had, dance music. That's pretty solid, actually. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah, no, it's um, it's not for you or me. Well, it's only for smart people. Intellectual. Yeah, it's so, intelligent dance. Oh, music. Intelligent. Oh, it's not, it's not intelligent. <laughs> intelligent. So it's like um, uh, what is that? What's the uh, the rock, math rock? Kind of. Yeah, like it's like math rock. I so love it's like math really rock. shitty, basically. Oh, math rock is awesome. Is no, math? it's not. Dude, what is battles? Math? Look math up battles. Oh my God. Look up Don Cab. It's like really confusing. It's like not melodic, you know. Yeah, like I love dissonance. All... I love like <laughs> just yeah. It's so it's rad. The opposite of melodic. It's like trash. I don't want melody. Yeah, like sometimes, what? not always, but sometimes. It's just like sometimes you're in a different you're on a different wavelength, bro. I never heard There's of this. Strings, strings, chords, strings. We bring melody. Melody. Yeah, we're yeah. for some melody. Well, rhythm is life. Yeah, and life and is rhythm. Life is rhythm. I like discordant as well. I like. You know, I don't know math rock. I, I gotta oh, look at. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some math rock. That's like. An old thing. That's not like that's We're not some newfangled thing. What name one band? I, I, oh, I can't name one. <laughs> Is it just computers that make the music? No, it's horrible. Dude. It's horrible. Well, have you heard IDM? No, it's <laughs> so heavy. <laughs> We uh, so we were in we were in Tacoma driving to see Jeff Ross play uh, at the T- Tacoma Comedy Club. Does he play. Perform, perform. He was, he was performing. <laughs> you know what I'm sure. trying to say. And uh, the Kia Soul, which we were in, which is quite lovely. It's your favorite uh, rental rental car, ever? car in the world. But yeah. uh, the Bluetooth kicked in onto Art's phone, and it was idea. Oh no! First of all, I just thought it was like gnarly static and like a robot getting killed. <laughs> and uh, no, it was actually the music that Art was intended <laughs> to listen to. And I was like, "What was that?" He's like. Oh, that's IDM. I was uh, in a. What did you just say right now? In a trance. In a a different way. State of mind. Yeah, bro. So, anyways, if you're watching this, um, you know, after you're done watching on YouTube, you can listen to some IDM. Apex Twin, anybody? Nothing? Oh, I've heard of that. I mean, that's like right there. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. Is this like what a hacker would listen to? Like, after yeah, they got sure, dumped dude. or something? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think more like while he's taking a dump. Oh, like he's taking <laughs> a dump. Yeah. I see, I see. Ambient. Well, the um, the podcast I was just telling you about where I listened to an hour and a half dissertation on Cool Keith, mm-hmm. hashtag Dr. Octagon, Dr. Doom. He has 12 different names he's on by. Um, and he's put out 39 albums, I believe. I'm sure they're all great. Uh, oh, Black Elvis. Is one of them okay? Um, but the lady who is on it's this band, it's this podcast called uh, Band Splained. Oh, I, I've heard of that. So a person comes on, yeah, talks about this band that they love and why very, they have uh, big fans. It's or a very big thing right now. Like mm-hmm. um, Matt Farrow's friend, uh, oh, Christian, oh, Christian, yeah, yeah, James. But, but this isn't like it's not as analyzing yeah, yeah, of the like, songs, but it's more like very their into career. This yeah, and genre. then I listen to this one uh, 60 songs that define the '90s. Mm. 
but it's actually 90 songs. It's a ringer. It's from the ringer. Oh, okay. Um, they expanded to 90 songs. Dude, by the way, I was just listening to a 90s mix, and yeah. uh, a banger came on. It What's was that? a Tracy Chapman fast oh, car. Fast car. That's oh, fast 80s, car. though, isn't it? Yeah, maybe it is. A, it was like, yeah, a, it's like an 80s, right 90s. around that. Right around maybe yeah, it might, 1990. It might be. You might be right, actually. But anyway, it was popular. Great song, though. She lived, uh, isn't she in San Francisco still? Oh, I don't know. In San Francisco. Um, she's, great. she's great. But uh, we never but, talked about that song as a car, car it podcast. It is a great car song. Fast car. Yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah. But anyways, this this lady was on there talking about Cool Keith. She's 33, white lady. It's like her favorite. She's like, oh, my God, he's the greatest. It's like, I love that song so much. She's like, that is amazing. And you're just like, and she's like comparing it to like the French Revolution. She's like, it's crazy. Like, she is like, like she was just talking about it in these intellectual terms. And I didn't understand them because I don't listen to that. <laughs> you, don't listen to intelli- you don't listen to intelligent time music. Yeah. yeah. So we should get Art on there to discuss some oh, yeah. Uh, dissonance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is distance. that what it is? Yeah, distance. Dissonance. Yeah. <laughs> Distance. <laughs> Distancing? Yeah. I don't know. Social distancing. Uh, yeah. I feel like we were getting somewhere. From we were getting somewhere. Where was Fast that? car, tracing chat. Oh, there was something before that. I want a fast car. That's such a good one. Shoot. Yeah, I don't know where we started with this. I heard yeah. a cover of that recently, and it was really good. Oh. Doesn't seem necessary. It's pretty sick. I song, know, right? But, but yeah. it was, uh, oh, they took it a this. different way. Covers that... Okay, you know how Weezer just covered Toto? Yeah, of course. Uh, Africa. Africa, which is a great song. Um, they kind of did it note for note. They didn't change it enough. Which is not cool. Mm, no, you like, got to change it up. Like, you yeah. know that Boys of Summer cover, the... The, uh, it's like the Ataris. The Ataris. Yeah. They did it well because it's totally t- different tempo. And they add the drum, right? A punk cover is easy because you add just fast drums yeah, fast and it makes it into a punk yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. That's a great song and the cover's... Stands on its own. Yeah. The cover does. There's a Michelle Branch song. I think, uh, I forget who does it. One of the punk bands. Oh, it's great yes. because yeah. it takes right, it. And, right. Or a Madonna, um, H2O does the Madonna, Like a Prayer. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I love Weezer. I love Toto. Mm-hmm. That song's but they, great. Yeah, they just, just straight up covered it. It was. It's like it's identical like, note for note. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. look, I can play this song. Right. It's like, it's not. And then Toto's probably sitting there like, well, just listen to our song. <laughs> like, yeah, we, yeah. we already did that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, yeah, I remember now. I think they're doing fine. I went to the gym, tattoos. <laughs> yes, Japan. And I was listening to IDM while working out. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what it was. But I was, yeah, there was some other. Or I think we threw. Were you oh, smug? reverse racism. Yeah, reverse racism. Here oh, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I learned that there are a ton of bars that they don't allow foreigners in, especially around Yokohama, because the fucking Navy guys yes. like, mm, are there. Yeah. And they would go and wreak fucking havoc. And they're like, you know what, dude? You guys are fucking banned. And yeah. so, like, they've been banned for a long time. And, right. and now everybody's fucked. Like, because... Because you it, could just be some random dude from Spain, but because... You of, look a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. all, they're like, oh, sorry, dude. Uh, uh, we, well, we tried that out, and it didn't work. So. I don't blame them. Don't That's blame like them. a car show just being, you know what? We're not going to allow Mustangs anymore. Because like, you guys, you guys <laughs> yeah. just come every time. Then you have, like, Ben Rogan, right? What, he's like, yeah, all right, he's, yeah. A, he's a fine Mustang guy, but You've I'm sorry. You've seen what dude. happens. You've seen what happens when yeah. you guys show up. I was driving home from the aquarium the other day. Uh, Nick and I were driving home, and on the it's this whatever Aptos. There's this on ramp, and it comes down from this bridge, and there's like just a little little Whoop part you do. can fly off. Mm-hmm. And this Mustang turned. It just happened to fly off the highway. It was like on its roof whoa, on the whoa. side on the highway. Oh, you but didn't see it happen. No, but you, it was on the on, on the side of the highway. So he obviously fell off of the top. Whoa. Or he or close or to, he messed yeah. up and went up up on on there and then flipped it. Nice, but yeah, it was a little rainy, so you know. Oh right, 
Right, right, you know, right. Mustang right. drivers. Well done. Gets dicey yep. real quick. Yep. Do you guys want to do questions now or to do updates and then questions? Actually, I wanted to talk about, excuse me, the new Mustang. Okay. Uh, I want to hear it. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, better Lane, in person. Well, I heard. Lane's seen pictures. Better in person. Better in person. We both agreed. Uh-huh. There's and there's just there's a lot of stuff going on that that I think you can tweak. Like there's piano black in the grill that's very heavy and thick God, and so unnecessary. And like there's just stuff like that where you know maybe you can option it out. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's basic. <laughs> I like one comment. I, it really really like resonated with me. It's like. It looks like they had to change it, but didn't necessarily yeah, want to. That that's well so said. common. <laughs> that's like, well said. A lot of cars are like that, yeah. right? We've talked about that before. Like cars that got worse in the Rev 2 or the Rev 3. Yeah, it's like it gets stale, and they, they think that they're not going to get new buyers unless they mm-hmm. do something. But I wanted to say, design notwithstanding, but the overall a Mustang now, a Mustang GT is such a, a gnarly, capable yeah, car. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Sports car. I mean, it's a real sports car, like Brembo brakes, Recaro seats, you know, everything's like yeah. pretty dialed. And still manual, right? And, right out of the box. Independent and, rear rear suspension. I don't know if it has limited slip standard, um, but I, yeah, I don't know if it's standard. They have super. They they're really packages where they have you, it. You, you could know? do it's different like, final drives on them and yeah. stuff. Pretty like, good looking. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's not maybe as good as the last generation, but yeah. a damn capable like out of the box car. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just and really they're actually big. not that heavy compared to like a BMW. I bet they've gotten the lighter too, right? Because there's so much more plastic have, and composites, but yeah, yeah, they're yeah, the styling it takes a little getting used to, but in person it just looks a little more kind of menacing. And I think it's um, I as far as like the styling, it's like yeah, it's a Mustang. I don't know, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like they departed that far. No, like someone. No. It's so funny. Like Lieberman put this thing. It's like Camaro and it side by side, and he's like, I'm not saying they look like the same car, but the one, the green one's the Mustang or something. Oh, right, right, right. I'm like, they kind of, it's still the same Mustang as before. Like, the roof line does not look like a Camaro. Like, yeah. the roof line, the Camaro roof line is totally different. That it little kept quarter the window, roof line. the rear quarter window kind of has that same profile. It's the like, same as the last Mustang. I know. It's like, but it's similar to the Camaro. But those cars generation. are always, the that's pony what, cars have I'm always saying. looked like it was the similar. Same as they've yeah. always been the same yeah. size. They've yeah. always been kind of the same. They've and always had the, the front same front and rear and then make the yeah. difference really. Like Yeah. So, I mean, that was like, that's just one of those ones I don't get. But because it really has hasn't changed that much they changed like the front end treatment if you look at that the most yeah, and definitely. then i kind of like the rear that kind of crazy yeah. kink. did you like how fuzzy that picture was i kind of <laughs> do i kind of do but i like how aggressive yeah, that cut in is yeah. the only and actually if you're next to a um uh what's the porsche electric porsche take Ty- can it has a little bit of that, but it's on a smaller scale. Yeah. But that's a that's kind of a it's cool element. Cool. And yeah. the only problem is you look at that in a picture and it looks interesting, and then you get up close and that like the tail light is so cheap. It's like one piece. I mean, you know, there's no like yeah, this is yeah. Ford stuff. It's like Ford American stuff. car. Yeah, I typical. I know. Yeah, I I mean, I definitely don't dislike it. I think that I am getting used to it. I definitely still prefer the previous gen styling over it. I but think I feel the like four cylinder one looks better, right? I, or the six cylinder. Like the front end's not as like open. Oh right, I didn't see it. It's a little more. Yeah. Like they actually are just a little. They're claiming they're a little more distinctive. And, and there will be like you know a million grills and bumpers and things yeah. to and like 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 there like always. Right. These cars have a tremendous amount of aftermarket support. So I'm sure you can check a lot of different boxes. But yeah, the piano black bugs. The wheels weren't my favorite. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's just uh, impressive. Why can't they get wheels right? 
I it's think not the, well, the GT350R had great that's wheels. That's fine, but that's only because they were stuck with the, I know. a certain design that Carbon Revolutions only makes one design yeah. wheel. And I know. they're like, okay, here's and they're your very wheels. good-looking wheels. Yeah, but, they're just um, a six-spoke or something yeah, like that, right? simple six-spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Well, I think all those cars, Camaros are the same. They just can't, they can't leave it alone. Well, it's also like, I mean, the majority of their buyers are really young, and I feel like it's kind of that funky techno crazy shit. That, like, yeah. it's got a lot of stuff going on. Um but yeah, I think um, it definitely will grow on me. I bet it drives amazing. Uh, I, I think it'll still feel very big, <laughs> just yeah. based on the dimensions. Yeah, for sure. I remember yeah. our, when you drove, you went to the Michelin thing. Yep. And you drove the Mustang, and then you hopped in like uh, Cayman S. Cayman yeah. S. And you were like, oh my god. It was- yeah, it's like okay, like you know, we're mobbing in the in the five O's, and it's like this is like yeah, this is great. You know, it's like it's actually really well balanced and blah blah. And then I got into the Cayman S. And I'm like, oh, this is a sports car. <laughs> You know, like you, you forget yeah. how sharp and tight everything is and focused and like that car is good. It's very capable and everything, but it, 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 it drives like a big ass car and like, you know, it, it's more GT, but still very capable, has a shit ton of grip and all that. Um, but uh, see this one, Warren. It looks the, a little more like the old. Well, that's the four cylinder. Is that six or four? It's like a six or four. But see how it. Yeah, that'll be the rental car, right? See how the front. We're is gonna a, see a lot of more those. like the old yeah. one. Yeah, it looks fine. It yeah. doesn't bother me. That's I mean, what I was there's saying. Nothing like. No, it's not polarizing yeah. when you're like, oh, the last like is it I really? Know. I don't know. It's not surprising. But there's at one all. you guys saw. Yeah, so we we were in Detroit. We'll get into that later, but we were contemplating going to the uh, North American International Auto Show, which was happening at the same time in Detroit. But it felt like eh, it's kind of like a lot of work to go, and it's also not what it used to be. I read this article in the Jalopnik about it, and they they laid it out pretty plain that it was awful so but we wanted to see the new mustang because we're like we're here let's just try to get in and check it out and so we were kind of thinking about it and then the next morning they there was a f- mustang display next to radwood and ford brought the new mustang oh, cool. and some other cars out of their so collection they brought the show to you yeah brought it right to us yeah it was so cool the, we got to yeah. see it at that was at sunrise too mm-hmm. in like a pretty good parking lot so people were interested in it and mm. uh we kind of had it to ourselves for a little bit so it was kind of cool, cool. Yeah. yeah the interior is cool it's actually much nicer i mean yeah it's you a like Mustang. that big old like it works screen. yeah like it's it's you know it's just it's and, and i have to accept looking. it i have to like i feel like this is happening <laughs> i've yeah. given in it just doesn't look like a sports car yeah it, it feels i mean i guess it's never it's oh. not a sports car it's a pony car whatever. yeah the uh and they've always had a kind of tall dash yeah the uh, high sills the cluster thing is rad though like the oh, yeah? that they gave that did you see that they do the uh the fox body cluster as an option like you can oh, it's digital I did see that so you yeah. can select that and it looks the yeah. same and it has the same lights and stuff like you know i really appreciated that i'm like That's oh they cool. get it like somebody there fucking gets it finally <laughs> yeah, i have like uh, i really have not beyond like looking at the headline and like three pictures i haven't, I haven't really cared yeah, like, yeah it's not like a big you know what's funny is they they also unveiled racing versions of it they look amazing they look great right but that means that they had to have this car like done year ago in its final form modified it into racing you know all these different things are happening and it never leaked isn't that crazy like dude yeah i think it amazes me how it takes like so like an iPhone leak. It, it they usually leak very close to launch, and like how tight everything is. It's and am, it's amazing. But yeah, but I think I, they leak when they want them to leak. Yeah. Well, this one felt like I didn't hear anything That's about it thing. until all of a sudden um, it was, you know. Here's was the new it Mustang. the last Mustang that leaked? 
it was like maybe that was a bigger change or something but yeah i don't, I don't remember but i also like i was going to use the phone analogy too like that is, it's what you're describing like you have to give it to some other department to fuck with it and like with consumer electronics especially phones they they have to share the dimensions and like they have to provide them so they can make cases and like all that maybe now they can just like laser scan it and get pretty like accurate dimensions and not have to share the physical device because when i worked at gopro we used to have to like hand them like prototypes before anybody saw them yeah. like so they can start building mounts and shit and like that's a place where it's very dangerous right like yeah now you have it in front of a whole other group of people and it takes one person to like yeah and um but Leave it is their amazing phone at a bar and oh that one's classic yeah iPhone. that was the iphone right was like iPhone. i feel like see that might have been planted right because yeah, that what, was the original iphone too and it created like a like the gnarliest like yeah, buzz yeah. around it right yeah that was a big deal and that yeah. was the thought back then like the go, make it go was, viral yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always like the uh, celebrities telling TMZ where they're going to be, mm -hmm. right? Like, we're going to be coming out of this Oh, is club. that how Kirkham does it? <laughs> is he on TMZ? <laughs> Dude, he's, he's been on TMZ and he gets he's on um, paparazzi shit. What? Pretty funny. Or what? Because his wife's a supermodel or his girlfriend. I don't know if it's his wife now. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's, like, that's what they do now. They'll say like, hey, I'll be at this restaurant, you know, if you happen to come by, blah, blah, blah. So here I am thinking that paparazzi are, are total jerks and assholes yet they're literally being summoned by the very mm -hmm. people they stalk i'm i'm guessing it's not like the the highest end celebrities no. that are <laughs> no that are, no you know i don't think like obama yeah or like i don't think brad pitt's like calling this yeah. you know paparazzi. yeah de niro is like mm -hmm. hey <laughs> yeah de niro. you guys i'm yeah, the chick-fil-a on <laughs> sepulveda yeah yeah oprah Holler. Holler. hey I'm going on a walk with my dog. <laughs> be sure to be outside. I'll be in sweatpants <laughs> yeah, at 8, yeah. 8 a.m. Yeah. So um, this up. is juicy this sweatpants. Is, uh, this is totally aligned with this, and uh, I'm going to embarrass Warren a little bit, I think. Oh, but um, no. when we were the first real sit-down meeting we've had with Haggerty uh, in Amelia Island, we're eating lunch outside, like at the Ritz, and um, and one of our listeners, like I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, but he walks up, sits down next to Soon, who's the CMO basically, uh, and says like. I'm a huge fan of you guys. Like, so awesome. Like, I'm oh, stoked yeah. to have you guys, like, join us here in, in Florida because we're about to put a Radwood event. Like, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Like, whatever. Like, super nice guy. And <laughs> as soon as he got up, we're like, thanks, dude, whatever. <laughs> They're like, how much did you pay him to do that? Uh. <laughs> and, like, we're rarely recognized, you know? Like, uh, and, and his timing was amazing. That's funny. <laughs> it was so yeah. rad. Yeah. He had no idea who we were talking to, but it was just, I'm such a big fan of the podcast. And That's Radwood. pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I'll see. I'll let you guys get back to lunch. And yeah, it was That's a nice funny. plant. Yeah, plant. Nice. Just yeah. like just like the paparazzi or whatever. That's yeah. right. Brad Pitt and then and they paparazzi. decided to buy a round one. Yeah, just like that. There you go. So oh, like we can't guys. let this guy go. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys want to do questions? I sure. do. Let's do it. Uh, you cannot sort the questions today. Just okay. Throw that out there. Oh. I think it's every other week. Am I? Are we? Seems on? like it because when, when I was gone, is this crazy or you what? You couldn't do it. Why is it? When when Lane was gone, I like. Don't you always feel like everybody says you have like a good side, right? Like I feel like my left side's a lot better than my right side. Oh, then you're stoked on your position. When I was over there, I felt like I was greasier and like mm. all of a sudden like I was missing teeth or something, you know? Like I, I mean, that's all from all the meth, but <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't blame. So that's that's the meth chair is what's happening. Yeah, have you seen that? Uh, there's a craze on Instagram where people have this filter that like makes their face well, symmetrical or something? Symmetrical, or? or it says like this is how people see you. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't that get one. it. These yeah. kids and their filters. I know. TikTokers. I've never done a filter. Tickety tockities. Tickety clack. This is what the fuck I want. <laughs> uh, have you ever done a filter, Lane? Um, 
blue eye filter? Oh, your <coughs> your your green eyed friend said he'd come back. Oh, with money. I hate the blue eyed one. Yeah, um, I've messed around with some of those filters. Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. have a little kissy face. Like no, yeah. the Goblin? Snapchat. There was oh the, oh you remember the one going Young around ET? with me? Remember the one going around with me as a girl? Oh, oh Ricky Ricky. Oh dang, yeah, that's Ricky yes. boy took it. Yes, that was you're a gorgeous though. Yeah. Yeah. But that was quite a while ago, right? That was on uh, Snapchat, I believe. The banana. I bet you banana? go deep into filters. Oh, dude, I'm so filtered. Yeah. <laughs> so filtered. Yeah. yeah. IDM, dude. You know? IDM. All tied together. Intellectual. Intellectualfilters.com. Bobby Reed with the car. Oh, so if I you want I think wanna... it's intelligent. It is intelligent. Yeah. Which is even worse. <laughs> intellectual sounds, right? Whoever that coined that sucks so that bad. That guy's not that smart either. Because no, intellectual is a way better name than intelligent. I agree. I don't know. Intelligent's not bad. <sighs> okay. It's kind of uh, if you want to leave questions for us on Instagram. You can or share you, you IDM can artists. You know, yeah, tell us your favorite IDM artist. Bobby Reed with the cars says... What's your biggest surprise for this F1 season so far? That is that Dan Ricardo hasn't, like... That he's going to die, basically? That he basically is just nowhere. Yeah, I I just, like, every week I'm like, oh, you know, until recently. I was like, he's going to, like, come out. Now I think they've either sabotaged him or he just doesn't care. And last year I was like, all right, he went to a new team. He can't get along with this car. They're making a new car next year. He'll be all good. Yeah. And then he comes out of the box. He's actually not that. And then it's just like, oh, he's, the, the, you know. Yeah. He just can't. I don't know. doesn't mesh. I think mine yeah. is uh, Mercedes took so long to get up to speed. Oh, yeah. They were surprisingly mediocre for. Well, and it was like even pre. They're, like, they're sandbagging it. They I know. Well, I, that's what I figured it. too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they really weren't. <laughs> so yeah. that would be my surprise. My surprise is something that shouldn't be a surprise, but that. Ferrari just keep fucking blowing it. And like, when is that going to yeah. change? Like, yeah. how, what, like, I don't get it. Benato or whatever his name is, <laughs> it's got to be out of the. You know what, though? He's yeah, got to be. He's fucked. Get the I can't out. imagine that they're going to keep him, dude. This is Seems so, so bad. passive and like not. Yeah. Doesn't. Well, yeah. And they're like, well, what went wrong? He's all, well, nothing really went wrong. We, we didn't make him. We're mistake. just not fast. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, I don't. Yeah. He goes, no, our car is not fast enough. You're like, well, you guys are in first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. It's crazy. Connor Coons says, have you ever done so much while you're in there on a project that you wish you'd never gone in there? Dude, mm. I've had a lot of those. I have too. Uh, basically, every project I start, I go, well, I wish I wasn't doing this right now. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. It's not really like while I'm in there, but... Uh, and I'm like, oh, great. I broke a bolt. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so many things like that. Just with swapping these wheels that the studs are too long, that seemed like the easiest project to... Replace swapping yeah, wheels, yeah, swapping and now wheels. I'm taking the studs out. I'm grinding them. I'm having to refit them. I'm measuring stuff. Like and you still didn't get it right. No, I still have to go back to 14s to get it over here, so then I can go. Yes. Or, or why don't you Stud just have conversion. them send you the right ones? Like that's the whole thing. I right? don't know what I need. I don't know the the depth. It's because the mounting pad is like a. It's because thickness. the wheel is thicker. Yeah. Uh, the center of the hub is thicker can than you measure 14s. It? Hard to get a caliper in there. Because I have to go into the, yeah, the yeah. bolt hole. Yeah, but you can't. Hmm. Can so you I go can, through the um, the hub hole and then get it a caliper? Yeah, somehow, I could probably I do know. that. Yeah. So I need to take one of the 14s and the 15, measure them both, see if I can get that thickness. It's also an acorn style 
where it oh, seats into yeah. the wheel. So I'm like, difficult. Yeah. I'm not really sure exactly how long it needs to be. Yeah, where mm-hmm. you're measuring from. This is this is where forums are helpful. I just use them for searching. Now. Maybe yeah, yeah but it's just like I'm I sure also, someone put those wheels on this car before. Like maybe, and then yeah. you, you'll just find out what they did. Or I can just buy if I had like an actual auto parts store with those on the shelf. I could just try them, you know, and buy some sets. Oh, the bolt, the bolts, you mean? Yeah, buy like one or two to try, and then. Say okay, that works. I remember it was always hard getting bolts for wheels. I think wheel like, yeah, offsets and all that stuff is a total black art. Yeah, dark art. Me just darker, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rare. Medium rare. (laughs) It's like cooking a duck. Um, So uh, danger to manifold adds on. He says, uh, "Have you ever done the opposite and skipped a while you're in there, only to have it come back to haunt you?" I don't know if oh, I... Oh, that's a good question. I, uh, I'm trying to think. Well, this is not This is more I on, know the, I have. on Connor's uh, tip here is I did the clutch in the van again or had a shop do it, and then I replaced the fluid and everything in the transmission, and it made the second gear synchro harder to operate than it yeah, was. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. It was like yeah, thought I was being proactive. Put some and, red line in it. Yeah, I need to I need to do another flush yeah. of it. But what did they use Swepco or something? Swep? Uh no, it was just standard like gear oil. I forget what brand. <laughs> standard gear oil. Yeah, it's like well, gear no, oil. It's like GL, white with black font. Just like GL five. Yeah. I forget Acme. what was in it. <laughs> yeah, Acme. Oh, it wasn't an additive or anything like that didn't have anything special in it. It was just like yeah. the standard. It's a red line. I've had that work. Red lines were yeah. tap for that. But Shot, yeah, I you know the, I've I know I've had that though where I don't do something and mm-hmm. then it like and then it comes back. Red like a belt breaks where you're like, that belt's fine. Yeah, exactly. Something like that, yeah. Hmm. Um, but a lot of times because I'm like, because I'm wrapping things up and it's like I need to replace a belt, but the it's 5 o'clock or whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, screw it. I need to put this thing together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might be kind of like the van. I knew that the throwout bearing was making noise and I just pushed it and I thought I could do one more trip and then it, I did pull the trip off, but it was super annoying. So, yeah. Every time I've painted a car, I'm like, the project creep is gnar. Project creep? Like yeah, where you just, just keep just that more project creep adding. of like, oh, it just more adds more on, stuff, and on, yeah. on. And then you're like, well, I, I can't just like, now I found like Bondo and I can't just like redo that crappy Bondo. I have right, to like, right. You know. Yeah. And then you're like, God, I wish I never started this I've project. I've never done that. That's the worst. Yeah. Never. Body work is heavy like that. Yeah. Yeah. You uncover a lot on old cars. Yeah. Um, I don't have any like really standout ones. Like I think the, I'm trying to think of something where I think I did like it was like a motor mount situation where like I'm like oh, I, can, I have access to these two and the other one looks okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll just let it be. But I was already there. Like the subframe was off, all that shit, you know. Yeah. Like or and then like that one eventually goes and then it's like a, you, I was almost there, you know. <laughs> um, but nothing super crazy though. <clears throat> All right, Queers for Gears says, what's the coolest car you remember one of your school teachers drove? Did it correspond to them being cool? Mm. I had a teacher who drove an old Jag that was amazing, but he was a huge ass. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Fishburn was my junior year geometry teacher, and he was like super nerdy, just polo shirt tucked into khakis, that kind of guy, like big glasses and stuff. But midway through the school year, he pulls up in a white E36 M3 coupe. Nice. Brand new, like a 96, Damn. 97. Wow. I was like, 
a how do you how can you afford this you know it's an expensive car even even then but I could tell you he's the type that probably like just squirreled away all his money. That's like showing like, up in a new M3 now, which is up for a teacher. It, it was yeah. crazy. And it was, I still love Alpine White. And uh, it, he parked it at our high school in Soquel. We had like a back parking lot by his classroom. It was just for teachers. And he kind of parked it right there on the edge, you know, so we could see it from the classroom. It was kind of a baller move. So yeah, White M3 teacher. He wasn't a mean or crappy teacher, but he just was kind of dorky and like, by the book, Mr. Fishburn. Yeah. I bet he's like a CCA something, something now. Yeah, uh, he was probably exactly. Lawrence Fishburn? No way. Yeah, dude. Wow. Ooh, khakis. Dude. Yeah. Great actor, cool. too. What was so. his name? Oh, wait, what? Uh, Furious? No, it uh, was Morpheus. Morpheus. No. <laughs> oh, no. Furious is. Furious uh, from Boys in the Hood. Right? Boys in the Hood, yeah. That's a sick name. Yeah, Furious. <laughs> so sick. Kind of setting him up. That's like a boy named Sue, but the opposite. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You're um, so badass. It's such a badass name. Do you have any teacher yeah, cars? Yeah, so the, the one that I really liked um, in period, and I still do, is it was a, I can't remember her name, but she wasn't a teacher. She was a counselor, and she had a W123 wagon, I guess an S123 wagon, black with uh, like chocolate brown and leather interior, and she had sheepskin covers up front. Um, and it, I remember at the time, okay, you got to give me a break. I was 15, 16 years old. I like that she had the chrome bunts on there, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. you know, that look. Yep. Um, and it was super clean and it had a gold pinstripe on it. Nice. And I was like, man, that is a sweet ride. And, uh, she was super cool. And she was the type of person that like, I don't know if you had a relationship like this with any of your teachers, but like you would be like in the office and you would swing by and say hello to, you know? She was pretty uh, rad. Maybe pick a flower? <laughs> maybe two. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can. Um, I can't remember her name, but she was maybe really lay cool. lay with or something? Yeah. Maybe uh, extracurriculars? Yeah, maybe, you know. After schools? <laughs> yeah, I, I was known to um, stay after class to see Mr. Alona's telescope, so, you know. I mean, uh. <laughs> Is that what you called it? <laughs> IDM, baby. Yeah. Um, he showed me how to look at the sun. Yeah. <laughs> to look at the sun? He yeah. also showed me, he showed him what love was. <laughs> yeah. He is actually yeah, one of the, my favorite teachers of all time. I like it. Um, That's cool, dude. Yeah. I like it, dude. That's I nice, like looking man. at the sun. I, yeah. yeah, with the filters. Yeah. You can see uh, no, I go especially no solar flares. Solar <laughs> I just flares. go magnifying glass. Yeah. Try to check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, Galileo yeah. style, right? Galileo. <laughs> Unintellectual, <laughs> like, a, like a ship's galley. Yeah, and then Leo, Leo, uh, Lane. Any got? teachers with cars? I oh, a, I know what you're gonna say. I had a junior high teacher. I had a Carmen Gia. That was cool. He's the shop teacher. Did you have a Supra teacher? He was pretty sweet. Um, like no, that? I never a Supra teacher. I had a, a Mrs. Doomstra, my friend Max's mom. She was the art teacher mm-hmm. at uh, Harbor High, and she had an eighty. 87 or 88 911 Carrera. Oh. Silver over black. She bought it. It was like, I think they bought it when it was like a year old from Canepa. Ballers. Uh, yeah. That was her daily. Dang. Public school art teacher. Uh, <laughs> Dad is a lawyer. He's got brand new. <laughs> and um, yeah. And, but like, I mean, it was a 10 year old car or, you know, nine year old car or whatever at the that's time. Re- that's sweet. Silver, you said? Uh, yeah. Silver over black or blue and then i remember they had like they got new i remember one day it came and it had like eight inch fuchs in the rear nice they had like done little upgrades but it was like really stock and perfect that's sweet low miles they had owned it since i wonder if they still have it i don't know and then i had another teacher um 
and I'm I feel really bad for forgetting his name because everyone knows him and loves him. But uh, when I first started going there, he had a nine six eight in freshman year, and he had a, a like a split window Corvette and a fifty seven Chevy convertible, I think. Nice. And then he had a brand new Chevy four by four extended cab pickup with a lift on it, like. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, that was a cool truck at the time. Yeah, it was like sure. Brand still, is, still pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, like um, so he had all of those, and then he didn't have the nine six eight, and then he got a oh, and then he had a, Z, a no, he had a ZR one when I started. Then he had a nine six eight. I forget what the, Whoa. but he always had like a rad sports car. This guy takes the cake. Yeah, yeah. really. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he had like, all those other things too. So. I think I've seen him at a Radwood. All right, Reg Tanj says. When looking to purchase your fun car, is there a mileage, whether low or high, that automatically disqualifies the car from your options, regardless of whether the car has been extensively maintained and cared for? He goes on, but that's the question. I saw it was a really long question. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, there isn't for me. So 300,000 miles on a 911, but it has a binder full of records, you're fine. Care. Yeah, A okay. million miles, I'm fine. Million. A million miles is rad. It's a cool story, dude. You own a Even million miles. Three hundred thousand is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um I don't know. I've I would probably keep looking. I don't think I would look to buy that model. I mean, unless it had something else going for it, but just based on mileage alone, I I think I would not want that. Yeah, I wouldn't care at all. Okay. Mm, yeah, I guess the, it depends on the car, right? Because you know, like how a Volvo certain, like a Volvo seven forty, I'd be like two hundred and fifty thousand miles, but a stack of records, I'm fine. But a, I don't even know what, like a, what else are we looking at? BMW Bug? A BMW M3 with 250,000 miles, I would not be down. Which one? Any. Really? Pretty much. Mm. Why? Because I feel like they're not as long living. I don't, I would want to do the, the mileage before. <laughs> I, I want to have a car that has like a little more life in it. But the Volvo, like a red block or whatever is, is going to but engines are replaced and stuff like your bmw doesn't have like three hundred thousand miles the e30 yeah yeah i wouldn't buy i wouldn't look for one like that well i feel like tmu tmu Mm. yeah yeah Yeah. i mean because there are really high mileage e30s out there but you know it's like if interior is preserved as well like all the things if there's upkeep right but like i feel like the e36s like those just the interiors fall apart so you're basically in a place where even if it looks okay like everything is loose and creaky and like you know and if you i guess like an early if uh, a, a well-maintained low mileage car that's been garage kept is going to have less of that i can yeah. understand yeah that. but i guess a lot of high mileage cars it's because they're really just like hitting the highways and you're on these roads that aren't fatiguing chassis and aren't doing these things that you know yeah. unless it's a it's, car so there's also cars that are just you know we don't really look for these but let's say it's a like a Camaro or a Mustang or something that's meant to be kind of romped on, you know, like a like an M E thirty six M three. I feel like that's M3s also that aren't drag racing and oh, drag, and well. blasting, you know, like mm. I mean, I don't know anyone who does, but mm. um, but yeah, I guess it's the type of mileage. But engines and transmissions, that's like those are the service things. Those are the things you look back at and you're like, yeah, and okay, bushing. it had a full rebuild like six thousand miles ago. That's great. Or whatever. If it has that, yeah. bushings yeah. and yeah, all of those. But I think things, that's what yeah. they're saying. Like yeah. everything else is like checks out perfect, you know? Mechanically really dialed, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah, I I don't I mean it's it's 
It depends on the car, but for the most part, I don't think it's an issue. Um, I think, and you are getting a deal usually on and a it's car money in, money out, car, right? right? It's like you're going to buy that car, and it's going to cost the same when you go to sell it. So it's like, I don't think you're unless you you're spending for less it. up front, you're selling it for less than like yeah. the high market. And so yeah. the, you're basically, I mean, there's like an investment opportunity maybe if you find something really low mileage and get a deal on that. That's one thing, right? But there's also like. Um, the buyer, the barrier to entry, and if you want to enjoy something, and it's like you want to experience a car, like I don't know, like the mileage is is kind of irrelevant, right? As long yeah. if you have all of that stuff going for it. But yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, it's a weird place. Like I feel like all of those things. I, mean, I want the interior to be <laughs> a commensurate of that other service, right? It's like keep the whole package really yeah. nice. But I mean, that gets back to like mileage being less important to you or to me than like. If a car is left out in the sun in Bakersfield, like and, not and in a garage right, and just right. getting like tattered, or like, but it has like 10,000 miles on it, it was never driven, right? Yeah, like, we've seen like weird, obscure American cars that have 30,000 miles, but it, it's rusty and needs yeah. paint and all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that I, I on the flip side of this is I don't want a car that has been just in, mothballed and then I'm going to have to do all of this shit. So if a super low mileage and it's a deal... It's not a deal because and you're gonna end up that super and low mileage car. That's the thing. It'll like that's the the gift or that keeps on giving because you're gonna drive that thing and then all of a sudden another hose is gonna rot. Exactly. Out I would another if, one, if I had the choice know. of you know one of the, the other two. Yeah, the twenty thousand mile car that needs everything or the two hundred thousand mile that has a that, stack of records. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird balance, right? Like you have to. It's like the cars that have like sixty to seventy that are maintained and like well driven are great, right? That's ideal. Yeah. Because it's actually been, like had fluid circulating, all the seals are actually pretty decent. So Camisa and um, I don't know if it was yeah, Camisa, I think, and D Tamp Scott and a couple other people went on this like Pilgrimage? purchase slash rally. Yeah, they went on like I think they went to Stelvio, but they bought a 190 um, 16 valve. Uh, I think he and um, actually I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose who bought it, but anyways, um, they went and got this car, and it had been sitting for 15 years, I think. Uh, and the guy passed away, and it was sitting in a garage. And they went to a, a place and basically did a PPI and did everything that was listed. And they broke down every day for like two weeks, yeah. like after everything had been done. Right. And like they just, they shake, they shook down all the shit, right? And like it was a really, really nice car or is a nice car, but like a car like that is the worst, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, that's not ideal. Not ideal. Uh, Ben Rogat says, what's the most egregious error you've seen a TV show or movie make regarding a car? Fast and Furious excluded. Ooh, I have a good one. I don't remember the name of the movie. It was, you know, sometimes I watch a, you know, I've watched a lot of movies in my does it, career. Does it have the name Dallas in um, the title? No, but that that's is. My, that's okay. my number you one. You can talk about that. Yeah. I'll leave that one out. Sweet. This one was, they were driving, I believe it was uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. They were driving across. So it was this whole movie. They're in a car and they're traveling to... Oregon or something from SoCal. Mm -hmm. um, and it's over like a few days. They were in, I forget what the car was, like a Mazda 323 or like a Honda Civic or something like that. And it was red. Okay. And then it, it shows them going across the Golden Gate Bridge. And all of a sudden, it's a totally different car. <laughs> it, like, like uh, same class kind of. Right. It was like a Honda Accord. Yeah, yeah, it was same, yeah. It, and it was like, it was like they were in a red car and now it's like a burgundy car. The whole rest of the movie, they're in that car. The burgundy car now. Yeah, it, it, like, and it just, it just. There was no reason. There was just, no, yeah, it yeah. was just, it changed. It, it was like. That car wasn't We available. lost our car. It broke <laughs> yeah. down. 323, man. Something happened to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the backstory. Dude. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, for me, it's Dallas Buyers Club. 
Um, so I think, is it Matthew McConaughey who's yep. sitting at the table? It's his, in and, his office. Yeah, in the office. And this was, it was set like in 84, 86, maybe, or 86, 84, or whatever. Some in the mid 80s. And yeah. there's like a Lamborghini Aventador poster yep. behind him. Yep. <laughs> it's so bad. It's fucking like orange and metallic. By the way, uh, Academy Award winning movie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Best actor. Um, up for best picture. I don't know if it won. Like, Small details, so crazy. Small but it, it, small details. But that's such a that's a big you know, ass one. No, I'm it was, saying it to, was like to those. People, I know it's like, so egregious. It was like, like three quarters of the screen. I felt for a second there. It's like we're, there's yeah. a fucking a modern supercar in this movie. I can't think crazy. of one that stands out. But one thing that bothers the shit out of me is uh, headrests missing. Oh, oh my god, it's so bad. And it's I know. Way more obviously, we all know why they do it. Just shoot through the headrest. Shoot through the headrest. Like I don't care. Like you don't need to have their whole head. It's fine. We get it. We know. Like cars have headrests. I know. Exactly. That bugs me. But it's not specific to a movie. It's just like in general. I like on the Volvos, all they do is they pull the, they usually don't take the whole headrest off. They just take the, the. well, I guess they've probably already fallen off. But you know how they have the click-in pad? Oh, right. So the pad's off. So you yeah, can yeah, still, yeah. you have the. That's weak. Weak, I tell you. Um, <clears throat> Fueled by Metal One says, keep cash or crush. Urus Performante, Ferrari, Puro Sangue, or Aston Martin, DBX 707. What does cash mean? I don't know. Sell, I guess? Keep. Sell. Cash. Oh, yeah. Keep. Like, drive once. Yeah. Or crush. And what were the choices again? Urus, Puro Sangue. How do you say it? Puro Sangue? Yeah, I'm keeping the Ferrari. I'm I'm killing the Lamborghini, and I'm driving or... Cashing the you're selling the, the DBX. DBX. I think that the Urus would be more fun to drive than the Aston. Uh, oh no, I don't want. I, I see that's the thing. This is kind of like when when Larry was on last week. Like I, I don't like, want to be seen in the Urus. I don't like Urus. But you want to drive it once, right? I'll dr- no. I would rather drive the DBX. I'll drive the DBX. Kill it. Dude, it's just like it's such a weird thing for me. Like I can't get, and it's stupid for me to even think about like the car this way, but. The deep, it's it's definitely the DBX for me to keep because I feel like it's actually the most usable and I feel and I, I also like the way they look and the materials are super nice and all that and apparently it drives really well but the Ferrari just like I feel like it's stupid but it, it's less practical right and like that's like I want like out of this car I want it to be kind of practical that's kind of like my yeah I agree so with the you the Urus might be the most practical no dude the rear headroom is all fucked up I've sat in them and oh. they have really high floors and I mean it's definitely a yeah. super sporty thing I but mean, I, think I but I agree with Lane I can't be seen in it that thing's so stupid ugly. so um, I crush that I'll sell the the puro sangue, yeah and then I'll keep the DBX um DBX has Keeping nice DBX. materials I, I can't buy that Aston Aston yeah. leather I mean, come on, It's going to be Jaguar. Yeah, it's Jaguar plus. Like barely <laughs> plus. Jaguar plus. I'm down with that. I'm down keeping with. the Ferrari. I'm, I'm all in on Ferrari. I'm killing the Aston. I want to drive the Urus one time. One time. One time and sell it? Yeah. That's all I want. Weird. All right, I'm going to get some more beer. Weird. Beers. I trip out, dude. I was next to someone yesterday in a Bentega, just some lady that's her car i know and you're like what like what Where how did, did that, you come how did you to come that? to that decision i'm totally with you so weird but you me. know what the alternative to that decision was what was a tesla it was like they they probably it probably was even though the price point is it so off it right? doesn't matter the price point it's yeah. just the fact that they want to have the latest stylish thing right is that Makes sense. That's pretty I, common. I think yeah. you're probably like right. A gadget. But 
the Bentega, that feels like such a fallback. And it's so... Uh, it's so nothing. It doesn't look good. No, it's just it like... like I haven't like a, sat in one. I mean, like that's like a big thing for people, right? In Interiors. It's, like it's, people who are not car people. It's nice. Like It's just like visibility, like... Yeah, I just can't imagine there. sitting. They're and, fine, but and like going from a Mercedes equivalent, like whatever it is, the GLS or I think it's GLS or a Cayenne or GLS a, for one fifty, and then getting into the Bentega for three fifty. There's no way that no, it feels. No, no. It's just an insane amount of money to just oh, calling in. I can say, yeah. Well, there is status as part of all this. Yeah, but they don't even. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. They don't have like a presence. That's really. what, yeah. Yeah. But just that's the, the weird badge, thing right? about them. Yeah, I think your it's point. Like, your point is okay neither one. does a Cayenne, right? But like people see a Porsche badge and they think it's a big deal. And yeah, it's, it's like, also, and but it's also, not, but it's like, also look, like sporting. good looking, it's you know? sporting looking, right? And yeah. the Bentegas. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't like them, but yeah. I guess that that's my only guess. Bentegas like, are so bland. They're just yeah. They're they're. It's not like horrible looking. It's not like the worst looking thing ever. But just bland is the right word. It does not scream three hundred grand or whatever they are. Yeah. Bland is definitely the word. I totally agree. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Um, let's talk about Detroit real quick. Detroit? I got to look something up while you're talking. Oh, also Tesla Model S plans. Yeah. I keep running into them in the slow lane going over Highway 17. And I look over and they have that yoke steering wheel. Oh, yeah. And they're going like 45 miles an hour through a turn. And, a and thousand- I'm just thinking like, Why? A thousand horsepower. Yeah, and why did you check that box? It's a total AMG mm-hmm. box, right? It's like, yep. and by the way, I have to have this stupid steering wheel. Is is that the default? You can't get yeah. it. Oh, really? I, I thought it was an option. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and even worse if they optioned it out, right? <laughs> yeah. I saw one the other day too. It was driving really slow, and I just thought to myself, because how much are those things? Two hundred? Like no, I don't. I think they start at one fifty or one fifty nine or something. Okay. Like that. They probably go up to one eighty. But maybe if you wanted one today without waiting, it would be two hundred. Well, you no, you're crazy. not paying more because it's from Tesla, so there's no like oh, markup I see, or anything. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah, I just figured there'd be someone out there. I mean, yeah, them. if you sell, if you buy right. it on the used market, yeah. sure, mm. there might be there might be a premium. Yeah, it's crazy. Doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't get I it don't at all. Get it. So how was um Rad? How was I? Rad would do. What are you calling it? I know. I gave in. Well, Dude. While we were doing the award ceremony, I just started saying Radwood Detroit. I thought about it. I almost said something else. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> we're going to stick to this. Because it was Radwood. It was a Radwood presence at Cars and Community, which is the lead up to Detroit, the Detroit Concord. I feel like it. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it should be marketed more as like Radwood at Cars and Community. Yep. At. Yep. <laughs> because it's um, there was people that were like aren't re- like we're like you we did say radwood light but people were like oh last year's was way bigger you guys didn't get as many cars and it's like yeah, yeah. obviously that wasn't and, the and there, even though we specifically said it was a curated display of a certain amount of yeah, cars yeah, yeah, yeah. and like everything is explained my favorite one was this troll was like saying how we didn't get enough cars so we just put place the cars all over the place <laughs> to fill the lot and i was like wow talk about completely missing the mark you know yeah, like yeah. and like all we got all day was compliments on like how it looks so great i mean a lot of people and, like, seem people to like so it stoked. but there yeah, was like, a few people that like they think that you're like that we are it's like we didn't do this in lieu we didn't do this, this as is, a replacement we no. did the, the only reason this happened is because of cars and community because of Haggerty. yep like we weren't going to do one in detroit this year that's what i was so, saying like, that's why they got that show it, it's not because Haggerty swallowed because Haggerty got bought us 
that this like is like back, a yeah. scaled back and more expensive show. It's like no, no, no. We so, were, we did a Midwest show in Cleveland. Yes, you could have come from Detroit, as many people did. Yes, we also got to do a show in Detroit <laughs> as a bonus because like, Haggerty yes, owns all these. They events invited us and, to come to the Concord. Yes, we yes. did a rad eighty car show. It was great, and it it felt the most of these light events we've done. We've done several, and this felt the most Radwood. That's cool. Show. Well, dude, some of the cars looked crazy. Cars were great. That, People like came correct. Was that motorhome there? That was at Lemons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was insane. Yeah. So was, gross. Yeah. If you're not, if, go to Camping While Awesome Instagram and check it out. It's the grossest car I've maybe ever seen. Uh, <laughs> that little mini just, 962, was that Radwood? Hand dude, built how sick was carbon that? fiber. Carbon so fiber. sick. The guy built it just in his garage. Yeah, yeah he said it was. Go-kart. He said it was his favorite car growing up as a kid, and like he had this go kart chassis, and he made the body, and he made a replica. Dude, it was, it's it, so awesome. Yeah, it was really, really. It's cool. like, um, what even is it? Like third scale or something? No, I think he said I might have been fifth. Fifth? Yeah, I need. It looks I mean, I a check, little but I don't, smaller. I mean, it looks bigger than fifth, but it yeah, it does. Does. Small, it kind of does look bigger than fifth. Because yeah, fifth is well, yeah, yeah. I'll check cool. later, but it, yeah, might might have been third. Fifth but it, is only. It was about like that, that big. That big. It was about that big. Oh. Yeah. Eh, it was a little bigger. I felt like it was bigger, dude. Yeah, he could sit in it and oh, okay. Yeah. Sit in it, so. It was bigger than that. Yeah, yeah it like and he looked like King Koopa on a go on a, yeah. <laughs> in Mario Kart while he sat on but top we, of it. So we were at Comerica Park, which is where the Detroit Tigers play in the parking lot out front. That's it, a nice stadium, right? It's a newer stadium. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And um we had one big lot just to Radwood, then on the other side was Lemons, two car clubs some other vendors and stuff. Then like GM was out there test driving the Hummers. You could go on like a, I don't know if you could drive it, but you could definitely go on a ride in it. Yeah. There was a Mustang Corral, like huge Mustang thing, some modern supercar stuff. But Radwood had a big lot and it was 80 cars, but it felt like a Radwood. It was super cool and people came correct. So yeah, a lot of people dressed up and the variety was killer. Like we had so much, so much variety. Yeah. I'm looking right now. There's like a cool little, um, two-door little tiny like suv display yep it looks like where mm-hmm. you have like a jeep yep the, cherokee two-door and then you have like a um so, 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 yeah there's so, a lot of diva in there you see the lada yeah the lada was like super super clean so that lada is actually owned by adam hoovers who's a designer at gm and he's a dude who like we've befriended over the years just from like doing shit online <laughs> and he actually um was originally going to sell it uh, and VAT would not give him a reserve, dude. And that's probably the nicest one I've ever seen. Like, it was absolutely perfect. Wow. And they wouldn't give him a reserve. Like, he had to do a no reserve. So he's like, no. And so if anyone's interested in a super clean rad Lada Neva. It was really cool. It had uh, yeah. headlight washers and cool color. Dude, you have this crazy looking Lancia. Like that one baddest import. It was, yeah, it was a Zagato, Lancia Zagato. And it, it looks like it's a, it's like a rear beta. convertible top. It's like thing? a Bauer style. A Bauer. Yeah. But it's yeah. yeah, it was very, very, very cool. Printage, and the guy, the guy had it. It was originally black. He said right, and he had it resprayed this like navy blue, um, like back in the day, like in the early '90s or something. But it was super high quality. Like it was really well done. Um, yeah, that thing was cool. Yeah, we had the LBI guys came out, and I don't know. I'm confused. Warren, remember we looked it up. They have a 300ZX twin turbo in this like deep purple metallic. And I thought there were, I had said that there was like one of seven, but then we looked it up and there was like 200 of them. I but thought it was like one of three or one of, I think yeah. it said one of seven on the window. Oh, so maybe it was maybe that year or maybe with T tops or, or right. I, I don't know. But yeah, it's, yeah. it was a manual T top. Cause car. was that some special edition car? 
I don't know, but I think it, was, it, I think it, it was, is. Uh, but it's it was like perfect. The interior is black, super super clean car. Um, I didn't ask how yep. much they're asking for it, but they had that, and then they also had just a really clean Reggie body. But there were some cool, as always in Detroit, domestic cars that we don't see often here. So Oldsmobiles and Dodge Colts and uh, Omnis. Omnis and some cool like Trans Ams and yeah, I saw a GLH, and then a really cool Ford Aerostar, which is kind of unbelievable in person because it just it was brown, on first, brown on brown on brown on brown <laughs> on tan cream on, cream, on tan on all on sorts brown. of butterscotch yeah people were super stoked on escort was it yeah there, there was, was a couple two, escort two GTs. escorts yeah. yep My so the black gen. one yeah we're gonna say your first gen uh, the ones that i like <laughs> not the second gen yeah Mazda. so the black one with the pinstriping yeah. it had like all this like shit on it from the designer i can't remember the designer's yeah. name. yeah it's the same guy who designed the fox body and it was signed by him it was like, signed and it had a plaque on the like on the radiator support so i don't know what the deal with so that was weird i know and uh what a weird place to sign uh, yeah like a part that's gonna maybe have to be replaced for a crash or well, not this one, baby. No, 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 not this one. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a cool display, man. Yeah, we had, and then Ralph Jills brought out uh, his two hundred five GTI <coughs> and Lancia Delta Integrale. I don't know if it was an Evo. Can't remember. I found out the three hundred ZX thing. Oh, what is it? Two hundred and sixteen. Why is it one of seven? Uh, this one's a turbo, and there's oh. only seven turbos. Oh, that's sick. That's the one. That's yeah. rad. That's badass. That, rad. Yeah. that car is really cool. Yeah, that's a really cool car. Uh, and then what else would we, what did we have around there? Um, DeLorean, of course. DeLorean, and then slant nose turbo the, cab. Yep, that's the red one. The red one. There's a Riviera uh, Testarossa. Testarossa Monospecchio, the flying mm -hmm. mirror car. Riviera Blue nine nine three. Oh, um, that car was rad. Uh, and then the Aston Martin Lagonda, which we took like four pictures of. <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> seen these before, but they're I've never seen one this nice. I've only seen. Like a handful in person, and one was that saw, one came to Radwood, LA, but it never came upstairs. It was, it was, it was like not trailer. under its own power. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And this one was like a slate blue on red leather, and it was perfect. Wow. Drove in on its own power. It, everything worked. It was immaculate. Had I feel great like wheels. Those, like are usually pretty wonky looking. This thing was rad, and it and the owner is a director at Rivian. So um, he, he's got some. Oh, did I not say that? No, yeah, he he's the director of quality or something. Like it's oh, like really? it's it's like quality and perceived qu like something. Hopefully, he doesn't like base all that on his Lagonda. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I mean, but Rivians are pretty nice, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like it's kind of cool because he's the guy who basically signs off on fit and finish and materials and like all of that. It's like not quality control. It's like it's like perceived quality or some shit like that. I can't mm -hmm. remember the title. So it's like material choices. Yeah, but that's like so that. rad, right? Because yeah. like. And it's cool that he has all these cars. And like he told us, we talked to him like the next day, and he he like shared his collection with him. And it's like all Bentleys and Rolls Royces. Oh and wow! Like, <laughs> he's got like a Corniche, and a, he's got a Phantom drophead coupe, which is like one of my favorites. Yeah. And uh, that just shows you where he's at. He's not afraid of like crazy cars. The Lagonda drophead coupe, cor you crazy know, yeah. Corniche. Um, and then a he has this. Collection. Yeah, and then he has a Pontiac. It's like a Pontiac. Oh, it's a six thousand. SE all wheel drive. And I think like it's an eighties manual. car? Yeah, yeah like a, with no, the buttons like a 90, late eighties, early nineties, but the buttons on the steering wheel. Yeah. Oh nineties or yeah. yeah. Actually I have a picture of it. But yeah, like they, Rick Deacon's favorite car. They only made a few of them ever. too in all wheel very, drive. Very, very rare. It's probably it's absolutely why, the why? nicest one. All wheel drive Pontiac. Ugh. Right? And Ugh. he drove it to this event we went to. So anyways, Radwood, that was Saturday. 
it was great. Super good turnout. Had a great time. It was great to see a lot of uh, people that had come to the show three years ago. Some cool, cool stuff came out. And then that night, there was this event party at the Creative College of Creative Studies, which is kind of like their Pasadena Art Center equivalent in Detroit. Yeah. So a lot of all design students, whether it's automotive or interior or whatever. So we started out at like, we got to this college and they had kind of an open house where all the design students had their stuff, like their prototypes. And it was really cool. Um, There's actually a Zooks like tie-in. They had like sponsored some project of all these like oh, new designs. It was really random. Um, but you know, these like crazy cars and flying cars yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff you know it's funny because they look the same as like when i went to they kind of do yeah yeah it's all the same little models and yeah, yeah and stuff like that um one idea we were we were kind of tripping out on was a hotel room that you or it's like a cabin basically or a little i don't know unit and it's on a track like you get into your hotel room and the hotel room moves along through the wilderness like rad. slowly like you don't even detect so and then you get like different it. perspectives of the forest and like water features and shit like every day it's like pretty cool right um <laughs> it would be really cheap to make you know like, work flawlessly <laughs> how so, do we get out like we want to leave how does the plumbing you just work? don't know where to go back how do you magnets, don't want to go how do magnets you have work? to wait till that next like exit dude yeah. you're on a train you go out for dinner and you're like ah shoot, where's my room where is my room <laughs> no you call it in advance it's kind of like the japanese uh parking structures you know you put the numbers in mm. and then it brings it to back to you ah, okay very good <laughs> but but this time then it goes like 100 miles an hour to get to you yeah it's like yeah. well you have to you have to do it on your way home it's like a like um what do you call it what's your uh, thermo thermostat Therm thermometer yeah thermometers what the hell is the i can't remember though so nest we, uh, nest we start off in this uh downstairs in the kind of like showroom of all these different projects which is cool we met the head Called of an, an, ex an exhibition exhibition thank you we met the head of ford design sure mm, mm -hmm. no he was Global. he's uh he's a platform guy i think wasn't it really Shoot. yeah he's platform yeah, shoot. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, um, anyway, he was a nice there. guy. Met him and his wife. And then Ralph Chills was there. Tsai Tang? Does that sound familiar, Lane? Nope. And then you guys had a nice, like, uh, you watched a talk? Maybe? Yeah, so how Tai how Tang. Tang, I think is his name. Tai Tang. Uh, so yeah, Chief Industrial Platform Officer. What does that even mean? He's a police officer. <laughs> police He's officer. An officer. <laughs> He's an officer. He's an officer of the law. Yeah, so we um, we then walk in. By the way, yeah. Oh, mine says days. Mine does too. Uh, art says vibes. Vibes, bro. Yeah, dude. Days. <laughs> days. What and, does that mean, dude? Yeah, it does. All right, so then you, we walk out of that. Into, We're talking about Coors Lights, by the way. See so if you visit our YouTube channel. Oh yeah, Drive Well Awesome podcast. Yeah, if you listen, you could just see that I tried to. I just tried to itch my <laughs> eyebrow, and I almost dropped my beer. Nice. And then we pointed out. So does this get revealed when the as the beer empties? No, no. It just says it on there. there it's just there. Oh, Mine okay. says days. Yours says vibes. I don't know what. And then it says chill. Dude, vibes for days. That's what it is. Oh, there we go. We've made um, it. All right. So then, the whole party or in groups gets into a freight elevator, which is huge. Like probably I don't know, twenty feet deep, um, big enough to move any car. Twenty thousand pound capacity. Twenty thousand pound capacity, and in that is a champagne bar and catering and it's like a little lounge kind of party vibe and then once there's enough people in there they close the door and you go up 11 stories 
smooth, opens up, and you go into what was now remodeled, but was GM's design center, I guess, with Harley Earl, uh, his office, and where they had all the prototypes go through this room up until, like, I think rather recently, you know, probably in the 80s or 90s or something. Yeah, it was like a top-secret space where they would basically work on the cars and look at it in different lighting and, like, just to, you know, for design. And so um, they had a turntable in the floor, and they had a 50s... Two turntables? One microphone, yeah. and they had a, a Cadillac concept car from the 50s. I saw it. I think it looked cool. So cool in That's person. Rad. It was awesome. A Dynamo, I think it was, Cadillac Dynamo. Sounds about right. Bubble top, two, like, missile... Pontoon, <laughs> fender, like missile things. Double yeah. fins. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool details. The like interior was rad. Did you see it? Yeah. It was... Uh, that like that whole era was so inspired by the space age. Like, everything looked everything like jet atomic, airplane. George Jetson looking. Atomic yeah. rockets, yeah. Uh, airlines, all that all stuff. All the gauges and everything were... Very, very cool. So you walk style. into that, and then um, they had a little bar and some other stuff, and it was all, like, very fancy feeling. Um, and then Larry Webster, who's the head of Hackerty Media, who's... I guess sort of our boss in a roundabout way of this podcast uh, interviewed uh, Ed Welburn, who is just recently retired from GM, head of design at GM for many years. And his last big project was the C8 Corvette. So he's been working on that for who knows how long that took. But um, I've seen him speak before at Greenwich, I think. Really nice guy. Super smooth. Yeah, just, very approachable. Yeah. Like the nicest dude. And um anyway you so ask him cool. why the rear end of every gm car falls off he said it's because it's not him doing the I work i did and i kicked him in the nuts right before <laughs> I asked him that. yeah it was cool um and then also uh a dude from gm who i do not remember his name they had a, a talk so it was ford stellantis um and gm being interviewed by larry webster about the future of driving so that's all that's all that was. What was the conclusion? Yep. Yep. They concluded all right. Some stuff <laughs> happening. Uh, Whippersnappers. We, uh, we had a meeting in the other room. We had to we couldn't listen to the whole thing. So Whoa, you had a meeting? Yeah. That's crazy. But it's yep. that it's that kind of place, you know, it's a networking meeting kind of vibe and then yeah. that was happening. Um, it was cool though. There's a lot of like kind of felt like the who's who of the Detroit car scene, you know? Oh, and I met um Gene Lindemood Jennings. Does that name mean anything to you? Automobile Magazine, like David E. Davis, and she was a writer for mm. years, wore glasses, like shorter hair. Okay. Yeah. 80s and 90s, like yeah, yeah, yeah. legend. You know, I mean, she's yeah. forgot more than we'll ever know. Did one of those she ever a uh, picture like drawn? Yeah. There? Yeah. Actually, her face, she wore just the picture of oh, a drawn that's face. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. how I recognized her. Nice. But uh, she was on the shuttle with us and. We were I was talking to Tom. A little strength. Tom Cotter. Twine. <laughs> we were talking to Tom Cotter, and he and, and Michael Allen Ross just did a freaking crazy trip. Yeah, I know, with a, that, with a Airstream. Yeah, from Florida to Alaska, Sitka, Alaska or something. Or something. Yeah. But they didn't film it. It's only going to be a book. So they got oh. great, great photos and stuff. I mean, yeah, shout out yeah. to MAR, but... I mean, that's what the thing you want is like a yeah, cool, uh, yeah. you know, long way round style. Workflow. Yeah, right. they should have had Haggerty follow them. I with think the they tried, but it was a little out of budget. So yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, adding more people. Yeah, but uh, anyways, but, yeah, by the way, hell of a fucking whistle. Holy shit, she can whistle. Oh, she's got a whistle. <laughs> yeah, did you hear her whistle when she got out of the bus? I oh, everyone I meet, I ask them to whistle. Why did she whistle? No, I didn't hear it. 
dude, it was like ear shattering. Why did she so, whistle? So she got down, and I think it was her husband or whoever she was with was going the wrong way, and oh, she yeah. whistled, and it was super loud. And she said, I, "I, it took me, you know, six months to get that good, but, you know, I've been doing it for years, and I can hail a fucking, you know, a cabin Seoul, Korea in this winter or something, you know, like some, like like she threw out some crazy weird scenario. (laughs) It was, it was a foreign country and there was weather. I remember Uh, that was, uh, yeah, but whether it was Seoul, Korea or or snowing, I don't recall. I wanted to ask her if she's still writing and stuff, but I felt like that would be rude if she was or was you didn't know. Oh yeah. yeah, Because you were, yeah, I'm just, I'm not in the loop on, yeah, I don't think she is, but she is at the event. So <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think in terms of like the talks, you know, like there's the, yeah, there's like conjectures, but I feel like it's like the key takeaways were just more like like challenges of the eras, right? And like now it's like making this change, right? Like the electric car thing, and like what that takes, and like how to make it interesting and you know and like mm-hmm. engaging and fun for people that want an internal combustion. Well, Dodge has the answer, right? You just make it like scream whistle. You make, make it, it sound like a vacuum. Well, he said it was a. What did he say? It, it was, was a, a lion, and a. You were gonna say vacuum, but it wasn't a vacuum. <laughs> and <laughs> a skill saw. Three sounds combined, and one was a lion. Yeah, I definitely. It was a li- Wasn't there like a Star Wars thing in there? Maybe was it a lion and something? Star yeah. Wars wasn't it that jet fighter thing? Yes. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, it was that, and then one other thing. Yeah. Um, they combined three sounds to make. Sound cool. It, it sounds really cool. Doesn't sound cool though. Sounds really cool. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Art had some good chats with Ralph Jills, and yeah, uh, right. we talked to Larry Webster a little bit. We're gonna get him out on a rally someday. Nice. Yeah, Larry's rad. Yeah, he's he's a to- he's very aligned with us. He's, he's like a total like driver. Likes to do mountain. You know, like just what does Larry car drive? Being. He's got an Evora GT and a 993 as his rally car. He also has a, a 993. 993. Yeah, he's got a 95. It's midnight blue, I think. It's and I think he's got a bunch of other stuff too. But yeah, he um. he races like he does like open wheel vintage racing and stuff. Um, but yeah, he's like it's so funny because he's like he's like dude like um, he goes out with like you know like a lot of these types right a lot of the Detroit kind of like you know um, you know uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for you know, just industry types but there a lot of them are older. And they want to go on a cruise, kind of melee me- or uh, California melee style thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just wants the mob. And he he's like, "All right, he's like, all right. Here's the thing. Here's the route. I'll see you guys at yeah, the yeah, end." Yeah, yeah. And he just goes by himself. And I'm like, "You should definitely cruise with us, man. Like, uh, we'll have fun." But yeah, he's cool. he's a great dude. Nice. And Sounds then, like a good trip. I think you guys were there for a while. Huh? We were just there, same as always, four three days. nights. Oh, this was but uh, we then on Sunday went to the Concord, uh, Detroit Concours, which is the first of its kind how is that it was a concours was it a it wasn't at a golf course or it was? no it was at the uh detroit institute of arts yep is that right a uh, big museum with like marble facade pretty cool building on woodward avenue um but the grounds around it while green and cool and everything were kind of it just was really spread out it didn't feel mm-hmm. like you were coming into a show. It was more just, I don't know, it was hard to, it didn't have a good flow like walking. Yeah. Um, this was a first attempt. I mean, yeah. one thing that is um, definitely uh, deserves uh, an honorable mention is that this is the first time they bring the Detroit Concours to Detroit. It used to be held outside of Detroit. 
And so that's pretty rad. And there was even like, you know, we, we met with Keith and he was super stoked. He's like, I like, I'm so happy to see this happen. Like it's a really Who's big, Keith? Oh, I'm sorry. Keith from LBI. Oh, uh, and okay. so he just to like, for him, he's like a guy, yeah, he's, he's a Detroit, Detroit guy. Yeah. Um, so that was rad, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of tweaks and you know, we'll see if it's there next year again. Um, but it was, yeah, it wasn't a huge concours. Um, yeah, it's I funny. Was, you guys yeah. have been to a few concours now, now, you know? Yeah. Um, like, does anything compare even close to Pebble? No. no you know what it does is the venue, right? It's like it feels yeah. so special to be on the 18th green at a at, on, on the, the ocean. The water, yeah. With, like, it just feels very special, right? And yeah. this, while they were trying to tie into downtown Detroit, which I appreciate, they had the show was on Woodward, and they had bicycle barricades that are about come up to your stomach, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so you could see cars driving by buses people could walk by on the street and see 90 percent of the show yeah without a ticket so to then like pay to go in there it felt yeah. weird i mean if it was a free event it would have been insane like it was such a cool thing to do but i just think next time around they'll probably get more and bicycle barricades just aren't a good look well they had them covered with like black cloth that oh, said like okay. detroit concord but still it's yeah it's, it was just not yeah it was not the right move it just didn't yeah. feel um the wow factor wasn't there, mm -hmm. um, but I think yeah. it's easily improved with a better venue and a couple little tweaks. Mm -hmm. But uh, And then the cars that were there, a lot of American stuff, which you'd expect. And then all of a sudden there was like a Delahaye coach-built car, which won, and it was so obviously better. you know. But there wasn't and, like multiple Delahaye. No, there's one Delahaye. And... There was a doozy, but it wasn't as beautiful. I mean, you, you saw that one, and there was a Jaguar that was pretty cool as well, but... That was clearly like one of the more special cars. And then yep. GM and Ford brought really cool, significant prototypes. Um, the Buick Wide Job, some other Cadillacs and, and Buicks, and then the first Mustang or Mustang prototype, basically. Oh, yeah. I saw you take a picture yeah. of the rear. Yeah. It was a funky, and it was like unrestored too, which is interesting. It had like a, you know, dinged rear quarter, like corner and a cool hardtop, like. The hardtop, yeah, it was a Mustang two. They called it at the time, and it was definitely like it was it was a much lower, more speedster style with a really raked windshield. And the front end and rear end were totally different. As a matter of fact, dude. Yeah, they're all like molded. I remember that car. You know what I was tripping out on, dude? Right now, just thinking about it. Yeah. The rear on that car is what inspired the new car. It's got that pinch. It's got the um mm. th that what do you call it? Like that. It goes concave. It goes concave in it. Really? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember I'm pretty that. Pretty sure. Let me look at the picture. I'm trying to remember the rear. And they also brought out yeah. some like, you know, the that Cobra, that oh, it's the early Mustang II Cobra that I took a picture oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, that was at the Concours? Yeah. Ford had like this Mustang stampede that they brought out a bunch of Mustangs mm. and Co the new Mustang. Cobra what did you call it? Cobra Pony? Horse. horse cobra cobra. horse. It's backwards. It's the opposite. Oh. It's actually yeah, like yeah. it protrudes out in the yeah. center. Um yeah, but I, you know, I actually, I was thinking about it though, like just even though there was a, you know, there were a lot of significant Ford prototypes and Buicks and stuff like that, but um, looking at like that Jag that we stared at for a while, it was like a coach built Jag, remember? Yep. Um, and just, it really made me appreciate like that as a work of art, right? And it's like what we've talked about before, right? It's like, yeah, you know, this is something that 
easily will survive, right? Like because it's it, they're they're literally works of art and they're incredible and the design is so rad. You know this particular one and the details are just amazing. Yeah, that um, that was my pick for best and, best in show. Yeah, dude, I agree. Like like you know like stuff like this and the more you look, like the more you see, and it was all like totally unique to that car. Like just that type of stuff is rad in the colors and. Um, I really appreciated that. Like I was, uh, you know, even though there were a few of those and like, it was very enjoyable, like, and then, you know, you have your things and this is totally subjective, but we walked past like the muscle car section, which was like all the, all the shit. It's like the period to the judge and the, in the, I don't even know. Like Wait, all, yeah, Concord. They had a muscle yes. Car yeah. Just like they do at Pebble. Like they'll but do. Pebble the, doesn't really. Well, they just did, right? They, do, they did all those uh, period hot rods. And then before yeah, that. Did, hot rods. Not, no, I know. But wasn't there a muscle are, car those thing are 30, too? 20s, 30s cars. Not all of them. But yeah, but, they're, they had that turbine, you know, they, they do some American uh, post-war yeah. stuff and it's not, not very interesting <laughs> a lot of times, but yeah, we, we gave it a shot. It's I mean, a, we we tried to appreciate it for what it was, but it's totally like that. My dad would have lost his shit, right? Like that's all, right. that's a different era, right? Like, yeah. but to us, it's kind of like okay, like these huge, big old things with tiny, skinny tires that probably drive horrible, and like, you know, they kind of look cool, <laughs> you know, but yeah, they have Art, gigantic engines. And Art it's was like, saying you wanted to drive. They had an um, arrive and drive, like where you can actually drive these classics are going to drive, mm-hmm. and they have uh, kind of a variety, so. You know, a Chevelle and a, I think there was like an old, uh, I don't know, 57 Chevy or something, but one was a Continental, a, you know, big Continental. And Art was like, oh, I want to, I kind of want to drive one. Maybe we should Why? go drive it. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, I, I just went like this. And if you're watching, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, this is all it is a thin hold, steering yeah. wheel and a lot of wiggling, just a lot of like this. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know all of it though, right? How's the throttle? Like, how's the throttle? How does it take off? Like, how does how does it ride? You know, I can imagine, but yeah. like, I, I want to know. I want to try it. Like, I've, yeah. I haven't driven a Lincoln Continental. I've driven long. a Continental. That yeah. is one cool thing about these Haggerty events is that they drive like a. They drive like a all the all that for stuff. sure. And all the, like, like it's just a same. big floaty fifty-seven Chevy and a one of one of these uh, these. Uh, stats that Haggerty's really pushing is like hands on the wheel they want to get people to actually drive these cars yeah. and if they haven't before you driving know, matters keep keep driving never stop driving mm-hmm. that's what i always say but um i'm excited to see what they do next year uh, this is their first year you know and um can tweak it a little bit and make it awesome and on top of that detroit downtown that whole area where we basically were the entire time pretty rad pretty rad city Mm-hmm. It was cooler than I remembered when we were there. It's it's improved even since. I think so. Yeah, and it's, it's like very, feels like, I don't know, something about it like old Americana. A lot of stuff is invented there. There was just like a lot of industry from forever. There was. There was. There I was. Mean, there was. And yeah. it, you can feel it. And uh, it was cool. We stayed right downtown. We basically were. We went to the Ford um, Phuket, Phuket, the first, the first oh, Ford yeah. plant ever. Yeah. The first Ford factory was actually a staging area for the Concorde with a bunch of like for shipments and stuff. And that would have been a cool venue too. It was just like a big open yard with, you know, metal kind of felt like Goodwood a little bit where like those little awnings that you could oh, park in. Oh, that's cool. It was all like Would old. that work for a standalone Radwood show? Yeah, it's kind of in the ghetto. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Ford Picket Picket plant. Yeah, it, it might work. It, it reminded me of Cleveland, mm. a Cleveland show. Yeah, it's... it. <laughs> It's a, a little lot. small. That's my only concern. It's like we we could probably do like a three hundred car show there. 
It would work. Uh, but like, How, did you guys drive by the lot where we had the last show in Detroit? No, we didn't. No, have a but car. it's under construction now, though. Mm. I actually talked to um, shoot, I can't remember who it was, but someone local. Like they are like they went to the last show and they're like, yeah, they just broke ground like a few oh, months wow. ago. Well, yeah, yeah totally finally like, and everything. Yeah, it yeah. took forever. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that they keep doing at these concours is a supercar class, which I don't understand at all. Wait, buddy, at the concour? New, yeah. new supercar class. Our buddy Tim McNair was the judge of it, which I don't even understand what you're judging you on. But wash the car. Who it washes was a, the car the best? It was a last-gen Ford GT, uh-huh. a Aventador, a Huracan, a McLaren SLR 722, which uh-huh. or, or no, it was a... Sterling, Moss. that is a seven two two as a Sterling. Well, Moss. they made a seven two two hardtop as well. Remember, this was, like, this was this was the This was this was a Sterling Moss. Okay, badass car. Yeah, it was well, I mean, no sure. no windshield basically. I, I love them. And then a new Ford GT. Uh huh. And I think that's it. That's number right. Uh, no, there's a five twelve BBI thrown in. Oh yeah, there yeah, just, and just a five twelve BBI. So, <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Is that I, just all they could get or something? I don't know. I don't understand it. And they did the same thing at Greenwich. And they had even more extreme cars there. They had like the Valkyrie and a Pagani and a blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. But uh, then you're supposed to judge it, a 512 BBI versus a... A, a Ventador. Or a McLaren uh, Sterling Moss. Uh, very strange. Having new cars to judge against is a very strange thing. I mean, all those cars aren't new, but yeah. But you know what I mean, like super modern, yeah, or, yeah, ultra yeah. modern. Although you're saying that they're like... That Mc, that McLaren SLR is what like oh not that one. Not He's that talking one, about the Lamborghinis, right? Yeah. right? Like a Huracan Performante, yeah, in purple. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Definitely not our world. And that that particular class is the, the strangest for sure. We got to sample that a Concorde too. It's the like, latest BMW electric car, which I imagine. Oh, is, you did the ugly one or the the, the four series the or three one. series the, the SUV one. big SUV thing yeah, yeah yeah it's so gross looking on the outside it, it there's not one <laughs> angle where you're like i want this car yeah yeah and then the interior is pretty lackluster i kind of appreciate it for its minimalist it's kind of like your car but the huh? materials are really cheap but the materials are cheap and yep. uh then we went and sat in the new cadillac the Oh, the electric car? Lyric. Lyric's nice. The SUV thing? SUV thing. Electric car? Yeah, Yeah, electric. And it's really nice. Yeah. It like felt way more upscale and Uh rich. Whereas the, I think the BMW is going more Tesla route, like minimalist. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, I don't understand those cars at all. We were trying to figure it out. It's like, someone who buys this, is it just for the badge? Because otherwise, there's nothing BMW about this. It's just this box electric thing big ugly grill big ugly yeah. grill it's terrible one thing cool though it had the center like i drive just touch point was a big wooden panel now with buttons on it and if you press the button the whole thing moves up and down but it knows what your finger is so if you press like home the entire panel goes down but it knows you're pressing home does that make sense and it's wood it's not Plastic. I don't or, know what you're talking about. I know, it's crazy, right? <laughs> it's haptic feedback. Like, so when you press it, it vibrates the whole panel. Yeah. But it about. doesn't, it's it's not plastic. It's not, it, there's no detent for, like, it's just all flat, right? So how do like, you know what you're pressing? That's what he's talking about. That's what I'm saying. It knows that your finger's on that yeah. or, like, media or whatever. How do you know you're on that? Oh, it has, a, it's eyeballs. Wasn't it, like, laser cut or something into it? My eyeballs. See well, that's what I'm saying. How is it? It it's got it on it. Cut into the wood. <laughs> Your eyeballs. It's like a, it's um, raised. Bamboo. 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 IDM. Yeah. IDM. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I was really annoyed that the F40 was behind stanchions. It really bothered well, that me. That was a Wait. dealer. A dealer brought an F40 in Aroma, and they had them behind red velvet ropes. And at the Concord? At the Concord. Concord. That was really... That was you get out of here. They need to learn how to do a Concord. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Better venue will help a lot. I just... Uh, the yeah, uh, yeah. the I bicycle barricades on Woodward did not work, uh, in my opinion, to make yeah. it a, a wow factor. Was I missing. mean, it, but does it make you appreciate Pebble Beach more? Yes. Makes me appreciate the quail mm-hmm. a lot more. I think yeah. I was kind of like complacent on it, just thinking, yeah, I mean, it's a golf course and they put cool. Yeah, but yeah. The quail this year, they. Big, all, right? Re- whether you like the supercar unveilings or not, it was very impressive. Each activation was like a very expensive, well thought out build. Yeah. And there, Dude, was, there was the nothing. The quail like that. is Geneva. It's pretty gnarly. Dude. It is. Because now, if you... Geneva doesn't happen. It's like every two years, right? And it didn't happen last time. You're, you're saying in relation to supercar unveilings and things yeah. like that. Right. Well, now, and especially like this latest, the uh, North American International Auto Show. I want to call it the Detroit Auto Show. but They don't do anything. It's really sad. Dude, you know that's where like NSX was like yes. 300ZX, Mazda Miata. LS400. Uh, LS400. Like yeah. all the biggest things, like most, mostly Japanese stuff, actually. Because they were trying to get in front of our yeah. eyeballs, right? But yeah. now it's... Uh, it was always Detroit. It's gone. And and like Mikhail Haggerty said it in his speech at in Pebble Beach, he was like, Lincoln unveiled their cars, brand new cars at the Quail yeah. or Pebble Beach before they did it at Detroit. I mean, yeah. that's like kind of crazy or at la or any auto show really yeah, yeah so i don't know it feels like there's definitely a shift and the fact that rather than renting out a huge hall space and building this thing at the the auto show you can do a your own unveiling and send people there and get the same amount of reaction right it's like you don't mm-hmm. need to have this mm-hmm. big thing and you're out in natural light and you right. know it's like yeah so they changed this this auto show from it used to be in January in the dead of winter, yeah, yeah. and they moved it to the the best time of year, and it yeah. still didn't help. So yeah. they're still saying it's like a rebound from COVID, and maybe it'll change, but it doesn't feel like it. Maybe they need a Radwood experience. So like Pebble Beach, New York. Pebble Beach, Monterey Car Week is the new Geneva. Mm-hmm. All right, trivia. Yeah. Da 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 do 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 do. It's trivia time, everybody. I'd like you to tell me the only two drivers in Formula One with zero points. Right now? Oh, right now? Right now. Currently, this season. Uh, I mean, Latifi doesn't have any points. That is one. Um, And then... Dude, who even races? Uh, Who even races? Okay. Did Vettel get any points? Vettel, yeah, he has points. Yeah, he has points. Vettel has twenty points um, in thirteenth position. I feel like Schumacher got one. Schumacher point. has points. Schumacher twelve points, fifteenth oh, position. Uh, it is Ricardo. No, Ricardo has points. <laughs> that would be <laughs> so like, fucked up. Yeah, Damn, he's dude. in fourteenth with nineteen points. Shoot, he's between Vettel and Schumacher. Magnussen. You're close. Uh, so Magnuson, no, he did really well the Magnuson first race. has 12 yeah, points. Yeah, he got five the first uh, race. Yeah, the first race. Sorry, Magnuson has 22 points in 12th yeah. position. He, he um, 
I'm trying to think. Latifi uh, Zero. Because oh. I know Albon, ha- Albon has points. Okay. Then then you go over to like Alpha, the, n- the next worth team. The next. Alpha Tauri? No, Alpha Romeo is probably oh. number. Is, I think they're in ninth place. Oh, Joe Guan Yu? So Joe Guan Yu got points first race of the year. 17th position. Botas six have, has points. He has he got quite a few early. Botas is top 10. Yeah, who early. Are, he hasn't are we done anything recently. It's so weird. <laughs> and then you have Gasly, and you have. I, I think this is kind of a uh, a little bit of a trick question. Oh, because it's a it's a it's a driver that filled in. Um. So so. It's, and he's he's been around. Yeah. So it's um Hulkenberg. Yep. Yeah. Hulkenberg, two races, zero points. The uh, funny thing, yeah, zero points. Yeah. You so trickster. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, that's the thing they're saying. They were like, there's jokes about Latifi, you know, because, uh, he basically got destroyed by Nick DeFries, you know? Yeah. And they're like, in his contract, it says, you know, it's not, this isn't real, but they're like, if you get 20th place, you're not going to have a ride next year. But he's actually in 21st place. Because, because Hulkenberg because, raced twice. Because DeFries came in and got points. Yeah. But, but you so, can't um, be 20th. Yeah, so he's twenty first. Yeah, or twenty, maybe even twenty second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no, he's twenty first. I, I got yeah. a trivia for you. Okay, good. So it is a Pontiac six thousand STE all wheel drive. That's what we saw. Okay. Um, I'll show Elaine a picture later. So I, I, I'm so excited to see this. In nineteen eighty nine, the Pontiac six thousand STE became the first General Motors passenger car to offer an optional all wheel drive system. It employed a 3.1 liter V6, 3.1 liter V6 with all-wheel drive. How much horsepower did it make? 100 and, uh, 146. 127. Dang, Lane almost nailed it. 140 horsepower. Nice. 3.1 liter V6, and who knows how Three much liter. this thing fucking weighs, dude. <laughs> dude. Light as ice, bro. 1989. 89, yeah. Can't be many of those left. And no, that, I think this one, yeah, I want to say there's like six all-wheel drives left, he said, right? Like, they made like, they made something like 200, but there's only around six like that he knows of. It's this car. And he was like, I kind of love driving it. It's a great, just around town car. Yeah, I mean, yeah. low speed, you know, just kind of whatever. Yeah, uh, definitely cool to see out there, though. You can imagine if anything goes wrong with that all-wheel drive system, is just throw that car away. And there's, there's no Are there parts. any parts for any of it? No. Like, I mean, just in general, right? In general, none. Zero. Yeah, you're like done for you better have like two parts cars for that thing be pretty cool backyard rivian powertrain that's what he needs swap i got to see the i don't know if warren had seen it but i saw the um shoot the chrysler is it just called the turbine yeah is that what it's called yep the it's a the one that jay leno owns turbine oh, powered yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's freaking cool, cool man. Oh, jay leno owns it yeah, yeah it's so rad it was at pebble beach and uh it's it's a really it's like a copper colored kind of a stunning car. car. All the details so cool. are super cool. The yeah. interior is awesome. Amazing. Huge headlights. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that front end. It looks kind of like again, it's know, like, like the freaking pontoons. Rocket, it looks a lot rocket yeah. style, but but better styled. Like the that the rocket or the one that we saw. At, what was it? The plutonium Dynamo. or was it? the dynamo was definitely like it was like, above me on. But that's like, it was a concept they, they car, made right? That it lot. was like in yeah. like something you would see in a superhero TV show or something. Whereas like this yes. thing looked like it looked like a real car and um, it was functional. Like I turbine. was wondering, I wanted to ask. There was a lady there standing there who was like you know one of the marketing people or something, and I, I didn't get a chance to talk to her. But 
the paint was really bad. Like, you know, I don't know if like that was the way they were shot back then. Like the metallic was just so blotchy. And Probably. I was wondering like if it was resprayed at some point, like really poorly, or if that's just the way it was, you know? But it's Probably like concept both. car concept car style where they just Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was like it was like not I mean, it was totally satin, of course. Yeah. You know, it wasn't glossy. But then just the the, the metallic was just like it, it was almost textured, you know, it was like raised. Yeah, it was like yeah. so gnarly. I um, mean, early metallics and I wonder what non-European cars, like boat, boat paint, pretty bad, dude. Like, yeah. remember, I remember I talked about it before. I was reading a magazine from like '79 or '80, and it was testing a couple of American cars, and they were like, the paint doesn't really have a shine to it. You know, it's like, right. well, it, like it's just, it's crazy the stuff that we had to deal with back then. It's like the fan, like, isn't really opera you know it kind of squeaks and rattles and yeah da, 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 and the one window doesn't work properly and totally you Dude, know this, oh remember it was the the rear windows didn't roll down on that one car like an LTV it was a four-door car <laughs> it was a uh, american car shout out if you know what this is and they just decided not to have roll down rear windows to save on costs whoa that's horrible <laughs> Dude, so th this thing is full of trivia, man. Um, guess who made the body? Um, they first Fisher. of all, no, that was the only person I know. So. Delor Delorean. The bodywork was constructed by Italian design studio blank. Pinafrini. Zagato. Ghia. Mmm, Ghia. And sense. they made fifty-five, dude. I didn't know they made that many. Dang, they actually produced them. Yeah. Or like they sold them. They made fifty-five or five prototypes and fifty public. So, so like it was a limited run of 50 cars for public use blah 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 Damn, so wow. dude but yeah and it's totally functional it actually works which is I amazing heard it you know fire up at yeah. the at pebble because that was part of the class that brad brownell's car from the museum which was had an electric or a magnetic transmission pre-war anyways that was it was like the alternative fuel history of the car kind of mm -hmm. thing and or i don't know if it's fuel but you know what i mean uh power source so turbine mm -hmm. cool. yeah i'm trying cool. to figure out how much power it makes but that's gonna take too long i know it has a crazy rpm right turbine spin like thirty thousand rpm or something didn't we have that turbine car at the first radwood la oh RX yeah there was a turbine powered rx7 yeah 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 and it got Remember quite a bit fired of it up yeah. it was insane yeah 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 like a little helicopter engine it was like a yeah, helper a yeah i don't know Santa's little helper? I thought it, it still had a regular engine too. I don't think so. I thought it was no? a turbine powered car. Yeah, and it had the yeah, little helicopter engine up front, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it actually yeah, powered this car. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. He did start it. There was a lot of really nice cars at Radwood, Detroit, I got to say. There was an cool. impeccable Forerunner, 30,000 miles original. Saw it. One best truck, right? Dude, it was, it was like, like absurd. I mean, red? It was like maroon. Uh -huh. It was so nice. And then there was a red CRX, which was another just amazing, yeah. perfect Impossible. Car. Like original really paint? Nice. Like uh, unbelievable. Super nice 944, a nice 323 GTX. Which the MR2, did you see the red MR2? That yep. was an all original MR2 turbo also. Uh, yeah. SW22, the second one. Perfect. It was crazy. A lot of good cars. So I'm excited. Next year, it's we're rad. hoping to do a full-blown Radwood, if you're listening, yeah. in Detroit. Like, you know, 400 cars mm -hmm. and... All the all the stuff. So, yeah, we uh, unfortunately that one person's not going. You know, they said they're never gone. Oh you know? no! 
That's Dude, awful. they hate us because we've just gotten to... No, no, they hate us because they ain't us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, right. Yeah, it was, it was rad, though. Can't really good time. All. Can't please them all. But yeah, it was Thank fun. you all who said hello, and it was great seeing everybody, and we'll have a bigger, badder show. And uh, oh, go to the YouTube channel because we have some little... Uh, scale oh, models you want to see display. a scale models? And I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I want this person to yard. chime in. I'm, I want the, it'll be a mystery. I want this person to chime in. Someone gave us these. They're little super rad scale models. And they sent us, or they sent me an Alpine A110 because I really like those. They sent Warren a, a Alpina E9, which is super rad. Which and then the, the, the windshield wiper broke off immediately. Oh, dang. And then mm. and then Lane got a 914.6 in mm-hmm. like... To six, and, and this is about like five years ago. So if you're yeah, watching, five years ago. Um, so who sent us these? Like, yeah, five we can't years remember. Ago. I think it Please might have been chime in. Paul Autocamp. Was it Tom Park? Maybe. I think it was Tom Park. Was it Tom Park? If you're listening, please let us know. Um, gosh, I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say two things. Coastal Range Rally is coming, December second through the fourth. We already have things rolling with that. It's coming. Morning Motors is coming. I never want to announce it on this because it's a, there's a little delay. So stay tuned to Instagram for that. And then uh, Radwood Atlanta, eleven twelve. Radwood SoCal, eleven nineteen. Atlanta, a full show. Yeah, yeah, full okay. blown. Yeah, full blown show at a racetrack. More info coming. Yeah, our boy Lee Keen's coming out and doing ride-alongs in a Safari nine eleven. Rad. So that's pretty rad. Get that's rad. super rad. Be good. All right, that's it. Cool. That's the show. Okay, bye. 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 See ya. See ya.